Thank you to Surf Prep and our patrons for sponsoring this episode. As always, I'll give a shout out to our top tier patrons at the end of the episode. If you want to be part of the Maker Lounge Podcast community, head over to patreon.com slash Podcast. You can watch these episodes on YouTube. They drop on Thursdays, or you can sign up to be a Patreon member, and they drops on Wednesdays. And speaking of Patreon members, here's Mike with Broken Lead Woodworks. It's about that time to sit back and enjoy a podcast. The Maker Lounge Podcast, brought to you by Matt Volvo and Volvo Woodworking. See you on the show today, Matt. Today's guest is the host of his own podcast, where he has the best Patreon supporters and amazing podcast sponsor. Having never hosted a podcast before, he started his podcast in September of last year and is now recording episode 35. He works in a corporate office by day, woodworker on the weekends, and podcaster by night. Me. I'm this week's podcast guest. This has been Mike Holmes with Broken Lead Woodworks. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. Before we get to the episode today, I want to thank our sponsor, Surf Prep Sanding. Whether you're looking for the highest quality of sanders, dust extractors, or abrasives, Surf Prep has what you need to take your project to the next level. I've been using Surf Prep for a couple of years now and know firsthand the quality of their products. The amazing family who stands behind their brand is by far the best in the industry. Use code MAKERLOUNGE, all one word, for 10% off your order at surfprepsanding.com. Well, since it's just me, maybe I'll have to use the... This has been Mike Holmes with Broken Use the buttons to talk to somebody. (laughs) Uh, So... Last week, we had uh, Keith Johnson on the podcast. Total boat, baby. And we talked for just a brief moment about burnout. And uh, it's something that's come up a couple times uh, with with different podcast guests and uh, just the content creation uh, game that we are in. And the the word burnout has come up a couple times. So this is going to be a different type of podcast. Normally this podcast, I've got guests and we talk about shop and things like that. And I wanted to do this little fill in episode to just talk about burnout, because I think this is something that a lot of people experience uh, in the content creation game. And that's kind of what it is. It's kind of a game. Because when you make a post, you don't know if it's going to go viral. A lot of people have that ambition to make things go viral. And, you know, people started posting. I know me, like when I started posting, I started my business, uh, woodworking business, Voltner Woodworking in 2015. And I had no clue what social media was all about. I thought it was a way for me to get out my content to potential buyers. And for, for a lot of people, that's exactly what it is. It's a place for them to put their portfolio out there and that's how it starts. And then I I feel like you, you start to kind of get into this mindset of trying to level up and that all of these spaces, they start to do this, uh, pay for play type of thing. There's uh, you know, you can now you can pay for a, a check mark, you know, like like Twitter does. You can pay for a check mark on Instagram, and and you know, then there so there's like this level up society. There's follower counts and everything else. So when I started back in 2015, this this wasn't even on my radar, uh, and <laughs> I said to my wife, I said when I think when I reach. I think at that time it was like when I reach a hundred subscribers followers on Instagram, I think I want to go full time because a hundred was just a huge number to me. And then I started following more and more people. And then a hundred was not a big number. And then it was like, okay, I think when I hit a thousand, I want to go full time. And so I was just posting projects and I would, I would, you know, started to do little tips and tricks and things like that to try to get views. But back back then the platform was really just a photo sharing app. And so you could post on what was IGTV at the time, but nobody was really watching that. It was, it was like, everybody was kind of, you know, if you posted an IGTV, it was like, Oh, forget that. And so this whole concept was foreign to me and YouTube was, you know, kind of taken off uh, at that time. And so there was no, no such thing really as, as 
burnt like social media burnout, I think at the time, because there was no reason to continuously try to post every day and keep up with a schedule and try to level up on your previous post or try to go viral. Now, I mean, that kind of existed a little bit on YouTube, but it didn't, it wasn't this huge thing. Like I think it's become today. And so I was doing the woodworking stuff. I was doing commission builds and the social media stuff was kind of on the side. And then I think at some point, um, there was this, it, it, it kind of flipped for me and I started trying to do more social media posts instead of doing the commission stuff. And I started to see like a path forward there. And this is way before there was anything um, as far as like, I mean, YouTube was paying content creators at the time, but I wasn't in that space. I was more focused on Facebook actually and Instagram. And so in 2017, I was working I was doing this big cabinet job. Uh, so in I live in Houston. And back then, there was a hurricane uh, in, in 2017. Hurricane Harvey came through Houston. And there was a friend of mine that I had done some jobs for uh, previously. I had built some farmhouse tables. And some of you may have heard these, this story on previous episodes. But I was building this farmhouse table and I, I was delivering it and... At the time, this guy had flooded two times previously, maybe even three times. And the cabinets were being installed in his kitchen. And I, I turned to him and I said, these cabinets are, are, are crap. I said, you know, next time you flood, because I mean, at that point it was, he had flooded a couple of times. I said, you know, next time you flood, let me do the cabinets. So in 2017, Hurricane Harvey blows through and this guy gives me a call <laughs> and I was on a three or four month backlog at the time. So I, you know, I had already told him, I had already committed to him previously and I felt bad for him as a friend. So I said, okay, I'll do the cabinets. And I worked on this job and I said, you have to know, I do this only on the weekends. I don't do this during the week. And so it's going to take me longer than it's going to take anybody else. And he said, that's fine. We, we want you to do it. We know you're the right guy for the job and everything. And so I took on the job and it was a few weeks into the job. He said, Hey, how's the cabinet project going? And I said, well, it's slow. Cause I'm only doing this on the weekends. And he's like, well, we really, you know, we've got the counter guy that wants to come and install the counters and, and can we just get the base cabinets done? Well, I was working on the, the upper cabinets at the time because I wanted to install the upper cabinets and then come in and install the lower cabinets. So I stopped doing that. I started doing the lower cabinets and then I was going up there and, and this place was, you know, 20, 25 minutes away. So I was going there every Saturday and, and it, it got to a point where my iPhone would tell me Saturday morning when I woke up, you know, it's going to take you 20, 25 minutes to get to th this address. And I'm in the middle of this job and I just, I turned to my wife and I'm like, this is, this is too much. Like it's just overwhelming. So that's not even in the content space. I didn't have any time to post content at that time, but I was experiencing burnout in my woodworking, which was my passion. It was so intense that after that job, in fact, I, I didn't even finish that job. He had a contractor on site. And I said, hey, let's cut this job short. I'm going to pass it on to your contractor. I've built the base cabinets. I've got all the drawers done. But the trim work, he can finish the trim work up and everything like that. And I had, that was this, this was the first time that I really started to experience a burnout. I'm always a go-getter. I, people ask me, do I sleep? I don't sleep. Um, I, I basically will work and do something until my eyes shut. And then I stumble to bed and wake up and do it again the next day. And at that point, when all this went down, I just decided I'm done. I'm done with woodworking. My wife and I were not like even communicating at that point because I was coming and going and I was working. I was coming home after work, going out there, 
in the shop. I was out there till 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night, going to bed, waking up at five o'clock and we just, we didn't see each other. So we went through a bunch of stuff at that time and it was best for my mental health and for my marriage and for my family to just completely stop doing the business. So in 2017, I shut down the business and I shut it down because number one, family is, is the most important thing. But then the burnout, I had no passion to woodwork anymore. And that was the one thing that I turned to, to relieve my stress from my day job. So I want to talk about burnout. And before we go into the specifics of burnout for content creators, and maybe you're working full time and you're doing this on the side, I want to define burnout. Burnout is, is a state of emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion caused by prolonged stress. It's characterized by feelings of cynicism, detachment, and a sense of being overwhelmed. So burnout can happen to anybody. It doesn't matter if you're just doing content. It doesn't matter if you are woodworking. It doesn't matter if you're metalworking, leatherwork, whatever you're doing, whatever craft you're doing. A lot of us do this on the side and there is this pressure built up from social media that's telling us to double hat, to burn the candle at both ends. And so I want to make sure that I address it. And, and the reason why I'm just doing this solo um, is I really wanted to get my thoughts and my feelings out. So hopefully you'll stick with me in this episode um, because it, it is much different than some of the other episodes that I've had. A lot of the other episodes, you know, are fun. And, and this one is a, is a deep topic. Um, in 2022, uh, well leading. So 2019, I came back to the business and I told my wife, I'm not going to do any big cabinet jobs. I'm just going to focus on smaller stuff. So I had a laser, I had a CNC, I was doing cutting boards and if I had to go measure something, I wasn't going to go do the job. And so that was a conscious decision because then I can kind of control the timeline. I could batch out things. I could go out there and do a quick project on the weekend and not have the extra pressure. But also in 2019, I started posting more regularly on Instagram and Facebook, mostly on Instagram. And so leading up to the, the, the so the pandem- pandemic happened and you know, we're all home. So I no longer had an hour long commute in the morning, no longer had an hour and a half long commute on the way home. So I had more time at the end of the workday and I wasn't as exhausted. I mean, we'd go out on walks on, you know, during the day uh, just to get out. And so I was energized and then I started just like everybody else posting more regularly. And I think coming out of the pandemic and going back into the office, uh, I had already established a routine of posting on a daily basis on Instagram. And so then the reels bonus comes on Instagram and I got my first paycheck on that. And that was like $350 or something like that. I was like, oh man, this, I could really make something out of this. So the next month comes another 350 bucks. Well, of course now I'm trying even harder, right? Because I could reach a maximum of $1,200 in a, in a pay period. If I reached their metric, which at the point at that time was like, if I got 1.1 or 1.2 million views in that time period, I could have earned 1200 bucks. And so I was reaching for that brass ring. And then my metric changed. They started to give me some attention and notice that I was starting to get closer. My bonuses were getting a little bit bigger. And then I think across the board, everybody saw a drastic change after three or four months of it. And my metric changed. And now I had to reach a 12 million view count. 
and my reach was about the same, but now because my goal was further, my pay was a lot less and my pay for the next month went down to about $150. Well, that just kind of ticked me off. And so I tried to post even more and try to get even more traction. And so I started to try, try to follow trends and I tried, you know, I didn't do any of the dancing type TikTok dances or anything like that. Cause if you're staring at me, you can just, you can see that I'm obviously not a dancer. <laughs> and so I was really reaching for, to hit that, that bigger goal. And I never got there, but along the way, I did see some tremendous growth. I had Instagram posts that had 2 million, 2.5 million, um, each kind of toward the end of the cycle. So I never really reached that, that threshold, that monetization threshold to get that $1,200 payout. But I was constantly trying to one up my previous post or double down on something. And so every night before going to bed, I'd spend time editing a post and getting ready to post it the next day. I'd save it as a draft. I would research keywords. I would research your hashtags. I would research, you know, all kinds of different things. And it was just consuming me. And so at the end of 2022, about two months before the reels bonus stopped, I, I recognized in myself the same thing, the same feeling that I experienced in 2017 when I had to shut down the business for, for a time. And also I had started this podcast. And so I was really enjoying talking to the, the guests on the podcast. And essentially I was running my Voltner Woodworking Instagram. I was running the Maker Lounge podcast Instagram. I was posting weekly th the podcast out on all of the streaming platforms. If you're watching this on YouTube right now, give it a thumbs up. Appreciate it. If you're listening to this uh, podcast on podcast streaming, uh, leave a review. Would appreciate that. But I was posting weekly on the podcast. And so my focus started to shift to the podcast. I was really starting to enjoy that more because I was having meaningful conversations and I wasn't living in a silo of posting on a daily basis. This is, I think about in November of last year, I stopped worrying about Instagram growth and you could say, well, sure, Matt, that's easy for you because you had reached 65,000 Instagram followers, but maybe you're sitting there and you're like, I just want to reach a thousand. I just want to reach 5,000. I want to reach 10,000. And what I would say to you is why, why do you want to reach that goal? For me, I was, I'm a competitive person by nature. And so I have, I have friends. I have, you know, Keith and I were talking about, um, last week, total boat, baby. That's right. Total boat, baby. Uh, he would, he had a friendly kind of competition where he saw somebody and he, he would pick that person out. And, and, you know, if they had X amount of followers, let's say they just had 10,000 followers and he had 9,500. Well, he wanted to surpass that person. And then it was the next, next person. And hopefully I'm not spinning his words, but that's essentially how I took it. And because that's kind of what I would do. I would look at somebody and I'd go, Hmm they do similar work. They have way more followers than I do. I think if I double down, if I do two posts a day, or if I do a post and a story or, you know, several stories, if I tag people, maybe I'll get more traction. And so for me, that competitive nature would, was taking over until about November of last year. And so for me, that's what it was. And then I realized I started to feel that, that burnout. And 
So you've probably heard about him, Ernest Hemingway. He has a quote that says, never confuse movement with action. And so this is a great quote. Never confuse movement with action. So if you're constantly churning, if you're constantly trying to do something, if you substitute the word action for meaning, you're, 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 you're just moving. That doesn't mean that you're act, there's meaning that, that there's actually action. So when I was posting on a daily basis, there was no meaning, no substance behind it. Why was I posting on a regularly regular basis? So I'm looking at a study here. Uh, there's a recent study. 79% of content creators have experienced burnout at some point in their careers. So eight out of 10 of you listening, if you've been doing this for any period of time, eight out of 10 or 79% of you have experienced burnout at some point. If you've been doing this for a while and the study can, says the studies have shown that working long hours at high levels of job demands are associated with increased risk of burnout. Now this is talking about burnout in the workplace mainly, but, um, it also mentions content creators. This is particularly true for those in creative fields where there's often a pressure to be constantly producing new and innovative work. So if you're looking at and you're scrolling Instagram and YouTube and TikTok, Facebook, Vero, whatever platforms are out there, and you're seeing somebody else that is doing something in a similar space and you're saying, why are they getting traction and why am I not getting traction? And maybe the reason, maybe your why behind doing it is because you want to get the business. You want the eyeballs so you can sell the product so you can support your family. I get it. Maybe this is a side hustle for you that you want to become a full-time job someday. I get it. But last year I realized I had this quote in my, I was listening to some podcasts or watching something on YouTube and I had this quote come to me. It was when you've given it all you've got, you have nothing left. And I was giving everything that I had and I had nothing left. So while I was doing some things that I really enjoyed, I love making Instagram videos just for the sake of, of making them. Like I enjoy the editing process. I'm, I'm probably one of the few, um, that enjoys actually doing that for the craft of the editing part. But I started doing it so much that I, I started to have nothing left. And last week, I put out a YouTube video that I had really high hopes for. And I had done my research. I had spent tons of time writing, coming up with B-roll, getting everything ready. And... I thought, and even my wife, she watched it and she goes, wow, this is one of your best videos. Now it was a long video. So I took a gamble because again, YouTube is favoring longer watch times. So I thought, well, if I make a longer video, maybe I'll get more eyeballs. Maybe YouTube will favor that. Well, they didn't. And the video bombed. And it's now not getting any traction. <laughs> and so I would, you know, I saw another video that was very similar and I'm, I'm, I'm going to admit a lie. <laughs> My friend, I texted him the, the, the video that was very similar to the video that I had. And I said, look at this video. It was posted yesterday and it has 60,000 views. 
And I'm like, this is, this is crazy. And he said, are you still depressed about your video performance? And I was like, no, no, I'm not, I'm not depressed. I'm just, I just thought it was interesting. That's a lie. I I'm depressed. I was depressed. And so I thought, let me jump on and do a solo podcast. It's going to be totally different. And maybe, maybe a 10th of the audience actually is listening at this point, right? Typically at this point in the podcast, there's, I'm at about a 60% retention, but let's just assume the retention is lower because I don't have a guest on this week. And maybe 10% of you are listening right now. And out of those 10, eight of you have experienced burnout. So this is for you eight. Or maybe this is for you, you know, 30. But there's a number of things that contribute to, to different, to burnout, high levels of stress, lack of support or resources, uh, being overworked, uh, being underappreciated, which is the feeling that I was feeling like I'm not getting the attention that I thought I should get. I was overworked. I put 40 hours of editing into this video. It wasn't a lack of support because I have friends who I talk to about this stuff. I have got my wife, you know, and family, but I was experiencing high levels of stress. I felt overworked because I was editing on the weekends. I spent 10 hours on a Saturday and got a sore butt from sitting here editing. And then I felt when I released it, I felt underappreciated. But the statistics or the, the algorithm knows what it's doing and it's going to serve up videos for people that will enjoy that video. So at the end of the day, I had to come to grips with myself and say, it was not a great video. Even though I thought before I published that it was my best video, it just wasn't there. So for, for content creators, the, the pressure to constantly create and stay on top of trends, uh, it can be overwhelming. It can be, it can be challenging. And for those working full time, uh, working long hours, uh, maybe have a, a difficult job so that you get out there on the weekend and do your side hustle to take your mental health seriously and, and give you a break. Well, now maybe that's starting to creep up and now you're maybe having less fun with the craft that's supposed to de-stress you. And so you're feeling overwhelmed. So I know coming out of the pandemic where there was all that extra time, commute and everything was non-existent. And now maybe a couple years later, here you are, you've doubled your workload. Maybe you're having to go back to the office for the first time and you're starting to feel burned out. Success is not defined by being busy. I don't know what success looks like for you, but I would venture to say that success, if if you're busy, you don't say you're successful. I know people, when we, when I say hi in the office, Oh, how's, how was your weekend? Oh, busy. Like that's some sort of badge of honor or something. Oh, I was busy. So does that, am I trying to tell that person that I was successful that weekend? No, I'm trying to say that I'm, I was busy. Like I, or maybe it's just, I didn't really want to talk to the person, (laughs) but sometimes, you know, you say I'm busy. Oh, what were you doing? I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't want to talk to you. I just said I'm busy. Like, just (laughs) leave me alone. But posting regularly and, and, or doing the side hustle, let's say take content creation out of it. Maybe you're building things on the weekend. Maybe you're only posting photos sporadically. You're not playing the the social media game, but you're doing the side hustle because you want to take it full time at some point. Maybe you're just doing it to take a load off. 
But if at some point it starts to become more overwhelming than it is enjoyable, there's nothing wrong with taking a step back. And maybe I'm just saying that because I took a step back. But I don't think it's funny. There used to be this trend when people would uh, take a break from social media. I don't see it very much anymore, but people would post uh, something and say, I'll be back. Uh, you know, I'm taking a, a break from social media. I'll be back. And the sad thing is, is that there are only a couple people probably that see that post that care. Sadly. I mean, that's sad. I think we should all have a community of people that we support and that can support us. Like when we're feeling down, depressed, or we can bounce ideas off of, but it's funny when somebody, you know, makes a post and they're like, Hey, I'm, I'm back. I was, you know, I took some time off and you're like, Oh, I, I didn't even notice because there's so many other distractions. So I don't know what, what, what success looks like for you. Is it a number of followers? Um, is it, is it money? Is it view counts? What, what does success look like for you? And I'm not an expert, by the way. <laughs> I'm sure you could tell that by now. <laughs> I'm talking about my experience from experiencing burnout before and seeing the signs and symptoms of burnout. And so, you know, I, I don't know what you will, would use to define success. I'm sure it's not busy. But some of the things that, like, it's important to recognize the signs and symptoms of burnout. So you can do something about it before it becomes too severe. There are just really sad stories of people who become depressed because of burnout and, you know, take it too far. And so I just want to mention some of the signs of burnout and maybe just ask yourself, are you experiencing any of these? Common signs of burnout include feeling exhausted cynical and detached from work or others. You may also experience physical symptoms such as headaches or muscle tension or have trouble concentrating or staying motivated. If you're with me at this point, uh, leave a comment and let me know because if you're with me, you're probably not having a problem concentrating, but if you're experiencing any of these things, reach out to somebody before it becomes too late. There was somebody that I heard talking on this subject because when I started to research for this, I started watching YouTube videos and, and just kind of preparing, jotting down some, down some notes. And the guy said how he measures his mental state is Joy minus drain equals his well-being. Joy minus drain equals his well-being. Oh, that was awesome. If you take your current state, how happy, how joyful, joy and happy are different, in my opinion. How joyful are you? And take away what's draining you. And if what's draining you outweighs the joy, you're not in a good place. Your well-being is at stake. But if your joy outweighs the drain, you're probably in a decent state. Maybe you're hanging out with friends. You've got a good work-life balance. Things are going well at home. Money's not tight. You might be at a good place. So 
one of the best ways to avoid burnout is to set boundaries. And I'm reading now. One of the best ways to prevent burnout is to set boundaries and prioritize self-care. This might mean taking regular breaks throughout the day, scheduling time for exercise or relaxation, and saying no to projects or tasks that are beyond your capacity. So one thing is saying no. I know that's hard for a lot of people, uh, especially if you're just getting started and you're trying to build up uh, your side hustle and maybe there's jobs that you want to take on to enhance your portfolio. I know because I've been there and I have a hard time saying no. And so when I came back in 2019 to the business, I had to intentionally say no because I would post a project and somebody else would reach out and say, Hey, you're back. You're doing, you know, built-ins and stuff like that again. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm just doing small projects. So I had to turn away business and refer it to friends. So that way I didn't get to a dark place. And so it may be that you need to say no. It may be that you need to go out and schedule exercise or relaxation. I know for me, um, exercise stresses me out. <laughs> so that would be a bad choice for me. Actually, I, I probably need to uh, get out there. I know that I need to get out there and exercise. So I need to schedule it. Uh, you need to reach out to friends. You may Maybe reach out to a friend or colleague. Uh, maybe even tell your boss, hey, I'm feeling overworked. Uh, and hopefully your boss doesn't say, well, yeah, you do all the woodworking or you do all the your crafting on the weekends. And maybe you should take a break on that and focus on your day job. <laughs> But maybe, maybe it's seeking uh, counseling or seeing a, a medical professional if you're feeling overwhelmed or stressed. I know one time, when, so when I was researching and getting ready for this, one time I was trying to think, when was my mental health probably the best? And I was on a mission trip for my church. And I was doing a lot of reading and reflecting and, um, you know, reading a lot of inspirational books and, uh, reading the Bible. And I, my mental health was at a fantastic place. And then I was on a mission trip and it was overseas and I didn't have any way to connect with, you know, I didn't have a phone that I was going to pay for overseas connection and stuff like that. So I had books and I had friends and I had, you know, relationships. And it so it was only about what was in front of my face and not on a screen and what was in a book and looking out at nature. It's funny, you're driving with the kids and we have TVs in uh, the, in my wife's car. And so they'll be watching Netflix or whatever. And every once in a while we, we tell them, Hey, no TVs. And I realize this sounds really like pompous, right? <laughs> Thinking, gosh, I wish I had TVs. Well, you don't want the payment that comes with that. So, but we have TVs. And so the point is every once in a while we tell them, look, Technology is off. You can, you know, and I, I do the whole dad thing. When I was your age, <laughs> when I was your age, billboards were entertainment. And so nowadays I, I don't want them looking at the billboards. So we try to play the, the license plate game or something different. But we drove by something the other day and my daughter said, oh, look at that flag. Look how big that flag is. And it, we live in Texas, so all the flags are big. But there was this massive flag. She goes, oh, look at that. And I look at my wife and I go, it's only been there since she's been born. <laughs> she's 11 years old. <laughs> but, you know, she didn't, she doesn't stare out the window anymore. And both the kids are just focused on technology. And it's just, it's not healthy for them, you know, because I can see, I can see their future, essentially, <laughs> when they're just stuck in video games or stuck on TV 
and everything's fast paced and we don't have a time to just look out the window. So when I was on the mission trip, I didn't have my phone. My head was clear. It was about what was in front of me. And like, you just think about back in the nineties, if you're that old, if you can think back to the nineties, when, you know, we didn't all have have cell phones and if you wanted to research something, you went to the library, which is a pain, but now we have everything at our fingertips. We have AI, we've got everything's fast paced. We don't have to do any research on anything. I mean, if you're getting ready to research a podcast, it's, <laughs> you, should, you should do some research, but I think all of these other things, they start to distract and, and take our mind away from what's really important, which is right in front of us. So I'm doing this episode to really give myself a, an outlet and I'll probably listen back to this a couple of times. If you've enjoyed this, I'm not done yet, but if you're enjoying this, make sure you share this with somebody uh, that can, that can benefit from it. But also recognize those signs in others when you see somebody who posts on a regular basis and then they stop posting. Don't reach out to them to ask, why aren't they posting? Reach out to them to just ask how they're doing because there's probably a reason why they're not posting anymore. There's probably a reason why somebody says, Hey, I'm taking a break. And I would encourage you, because I'm the recipient of this, not to reach out to get them to post again, to get them to get back into that behavior, but to be there so that way they can, that you can be there for them if they are struggling. And maybe it's just, you know, I'm just focusing on something else. I started a podcast. And so I'm not posting regularly on my other account or something. Okay, cool. I'll give the podcast a listen. You know, just be there and support that person. But if you are experiencing the burnout, you know, go and get that help. And one of the recommendations when I was looking at stuff is take a nap, get some sleep. There was one site uh, citing or one 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 piece of copy that I that I read that essentially said that napping. Oh, it was a TED talk that I watched. The guy said, napping is the merging of consciousness and subconsciousness. Napping is the merging of conscious and subconscious. And I don't take very many naps because I'm a busybody by nature. But when I took a nap the other day, all the things that I had kind of been worrying about, actually it was Sunday afternoon. We just got back from church. The pastor was talking about a story where the the fishermen were fishing on one side of the boat. Jesus told them, Hey, look on the other side of the boat. And because they weren't catching any fish and he changed their perspective. They, they said, okay, fine. I'll fish on the other side of the boat, you know, This guy doesn't know what he's talking about. And they had caught so much fish that they couldn't even pull the fish into the boat. And so I went and I took a nap that day because I was feeling burned out. I was depressed about the video's performance. And I woke up from that nap and I thought about my title and thumbnail for the video. And I, I had a what I thought was a revelation. Turns out there was no other fish on the other side of that boat that day (laughs) when I changed my title and thumbnail, but I had a different perspective and it could have paid out. So, you know, Sherlock Holmes, I think he was, I think it was Sherlock Holmes. He was the guy that used to sleep with a yo-yo, take a nap with a yo-yo. If the yo-yo hit the floor, then he bounced back up and his nap was over. Maybe it's just taking a micro nap, but 
give your brain a chance to, to relax. You know, sometimes I'll watch, you know, YouTube. Well, sometimes a lot of the times I'll watch YouTube or, or something at night and it's mostly educational type stuff. So my brain is, is really not getting a lot of those mental breaks. Uh, and so I'm conscious of that now. And after reading some of these things that, that are telling me, Hey, take a nap, take a shower, relax. When you're in the shower, there's no social media. There's you and relaxing water. And maybe that's, maybe that's your time to just unwind and just clear your head. Because when you, when you have burnout, I know that for me, I stop being creative. I'm not as productive. I start overeating. I get fatter. When I get fatter, I get lazier. And then there's a whole slew of other things. Maybe, maybe you reach out to substances. Maybe you drink or smoke or do un, other unhealthy things because you're burned out. You're you're running from thing to thing and grabbing fast food and are, are feeling overworked uh, at work or trying to get those projects out, committing to tight timelines. Maybe you're feeling stuck or, or, or uninspired. So you're not really enjoying the thing that you wanted to do in the first place. And then you start missing timelines. You start missing, uh, time with friends and family, the things that will re-energize you. Hopefully time with friends and family will re-energize you unless you have a crazy aunt or something like that. But over time that burnout can, can really take a toll on your physical and mental health. And so like back in 2017, I was in a bad, dark place and luckily I had my church. I had my, my friends that could help me through my, my struggle in my marriage. And then as I worked with my marriage with my wife, my wife could help support me and, and help me to be turned back around and in 2019, start the business back up again. So if you're experiencing any of that, it can, it can really increase your risk for depression, anxiety, other health problems, heart attacks, strokes, so if this, if this episode has been helpful to you, share it with somebody, uh, go, if you're experiencing anything that we talked about, reach out to somebody, reach out to a close friend, family member, get help. And I want to say I'm in a good place. So through all of this, I am lucky enough. I'm fortunate enough to have gone through that in 2017 to recognize when burnout is starting to take effect. And so I can do a mental check and reset. And I want you to hear that I've got a lot of great podcast guests coming up and I'm excited about all of that. And it's, we're going to have a great time and I'm going to keep pushing record on these podcasts. Uh, I've got a great support, uh, function in our Patreon members, the podcast uh, sponsor surf prep. They're awesome. They're like family to me. And so I'm okay. And, uh, but I did want to make sure that I shared with you some of the thoughts that can start creeping in if you're experiencing burnout. And I think a lot of people because of Facebook and Instagram reels bonuses, they were on that high for a long time. That's gone away. I've heard a lot of negative comments about that. And now there's this Instagram verification and like, Oh, do I need to do that? You don't need to do that. I did it. I'm, I'm not really experiencing any of the benefits, but if something happens with my account, 
then I know that I've got at least a next level of support if I need that. So I'll continue doing that, but nothing is more important than what's right in front of you. And that's you when you stare in the mirror. And then when you're sitting around the dinner table with your family, nothing is more important than that. So if you have a story or if this has resonated with you, leave a comment. If you're experiencing burnout, remember to, to prioritize your self care and get support from people around you. Um, if you have any tips or strategies for preventing burnout, leave it in the comments, something that really worked for you, uh, that maybe you can encourage somebody that reads through the comments. Um, I'm talking mainly on YouTube, but if you're listening to this podcast, you know, maybe go to the Instagram page, make a lounge podcast. I'll probably have one or two posts from this episode out there and uh, leave a comment there. So feel free to share your experiences, any resources uh, that you might have that can help others. Now feel free to drop that. And uh, let's use a, let's use a hashtag, put, put hashtag burnout talk and then leave your comment. Thanks for listening. I hope this has been helpful to you. I want to give a shout out to our rockstar patrons. Let's talk to them on the discord and uh, all of our patrons are on the discord channel. I mean, hopefully most of them are anyway, but we've got a great community over there. Rockstar patrons. We've got Jimmy McAdally who's been with me since the beginning. <laughs> so thanks Jimmy. Archiano Sirio, Wim Design, Calvary Customs LLC, Clean Cut Woodworking, Bailey Thompson, Dave Garcia, Broken Lead Woodworks, who you heard in the beginning, Starks Lagoon, Sawyer Design, Kadama Design, Dylan Furniture, and Shock the Fox. We've got a lot of other patrons. We've got Rockstar, those Rockstar patrons. We've also got two different tiers, Groupie and Season Ticket Holders. So you can get in at $3 and join our Discord community. So... Hopefully you do that. Thank you to Surf Prep for sponsoring this episode. I love those guys. They are incredible. If you haven't heard the Surf Prep episode, go back and listen to that. Uh, good times there. So thanks for, for listening. And uh, if you've made it this far, put, I made it in the comments. Thanks. <laughs>